episode 53, officially over 365 days old, and that's one year. Uh, my name is Dave Hunt, and as always, I'm joined by Michael Swick. We should, based on how this week could go, we should just pretend this is like an audio tape that a future protagonist is going to find, and they're gonna be like all the simpler days when they just talked about video games. <laughs> So, um, yeah, like a couple of people have been asking over like on Discord and social media and stuff like that about like what's the official day, you know, birthday of DDG. And it's technically November 1st. If you look at some of like our metadata, like I think I saw something like our Twitter anniversary was like October 22nd. But that was us like preparing things and making sure that we could get the handles and the social media links. So, yeah, uh, that was procuring social media links and then also seeding podcast servers because uh, we didn't do a trailer. Just because uh, I hate doing trailers. Um, so that was um, some of those things that started showing up on my feed and some of my Facebook memories. But the official day that we launched Digital Days Gaming is November 1st, 2019. And obviously we're past November 1st, um, 2020, which it feels like it went by really, really fast. But at the same time, like this year feels like it's been taking forever. <laughs> we're still in march man we're still in march <laughs> um but anyway thank you guys so much for all the support over the last year um and all of the whatever you've done to help the show grow sharing reviewing following on all various social media networks uh you as a community make us uh desire to do more and different things every time and to to work harder uh, at what we're doing and if you guys weren't interacting with us then it would be a little bit more challenging with so however you are able to support whether it's listening or following or supporting us through patreons or paypals or twitch or whatever you're able to do that you are appreciated and um, we have plans for at least a couple more years for sure um i don't know when i'll it'll be too old to have a video game podcast hopefully it won't be as the as the world is growing and evolving and adjusting to what you know podcasting and, and youtubes and video game playing and everything like that like hopefully there's never going to be like you need to like leave the game <laughs> no i mean there's still some old gamers hanging around in the industry so i, th- I think yeah. we're fine we're, we're a couple you're a couple years away from being too old i'm i got a couple extra years uh yeah. on it uh so you know I can carry you in like three years when you're too old to be on here. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but yep, as we mentioned, we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that releases every Thursday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern time on various podcast networks. If you are able to review or share the show, that is always appreciated. Um, all of our social links are in the show notes, as well as our merchandise store now. For our one-year anniversary, we do now have merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, and premium hoodies. It's all through Teespring's. Um, and we tried to keep the prices as uh, relatively low as, as we could, but tried to also give a large variety of colors. Um, again, Angela did a lot of work on that with uh, the, making sure the design fit on the shirts. And some of you have already bought shirts, so purchased shirts already. So thank you. And uh, the purple shirt's in there for you, Michael. So she made sure that there's yep, a purple yep. one well, in just there. Hopefully so. it, it uh, like goes with the blue. Gotta, gotta test that out. I'll be the one to test that. She wants to get me like the orange one. And I was like, uh, it actually looked really good in the picture. But then I don't know what that would because the, the contrast of the colors, it actually looked really cool. Yeah. But, um, so we'll have the link to uh, the Teespring's um in our show notes and then as well as it's on social media networks uh twitter facebook group all that stuff so 
uh, we are going to jump right into some of the news and something I know that you like the 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 second story you had talked about before. This one I thought I I don't really feel like I was like I have a feeling this is going to get delayed again because I was just worried about it. But at the same time, they were so adamant that they weren't going to do it. Yeah, they so all right. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again. This is like the fourth delay. This one is only a couple weeks, but it was originally expected to launch November 19th, but now it is coming out December 10th. Uh, they attribute this delay to bringing it to all these multiple consoles and making sure it works. So the exact quote is, the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping a game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same times, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of the game. So that is a lot of work. Like I'm a lot of teams are probably going through this right now to where even if they're not doing like their full PlayStation 5 Xbox Series X version, they still have to make sure it runs on that as of what June, I believe is when Sony made the big announcement that anything past June has to run natively on a PS5 uh, or PS4 games have to run natively on PS5. Right. So they're just running into other issues or all these issues just trying to make sure that is going to work and also uh this just looks bad on them it just because they they made a big celebration for for going gold but going gold doesn't mean what it used to mean Mm -hmm. uh it just means it just means their day one patch is gonna be huge yeah (laughs) yeah so like an an extra three weeks doesn't sound like a lot of time but apparently it is enough time for them to at least get this running uh though this brought up a lot of questions that people are like well shit we haven't really seen this game on console like Mm -hmm. too much so there's a lot of people worried that this is going to be coming in kind of hot uh, and we're going to find out the yeah, hard way and how I th- this is going to run. And I think the people that have been playing the game, like Paris from Gamertag, has had an opportunity to play the game and cover some of the Night City Wire stuff that they've been doing. I've, obviously, they've been playing the PC build through like remote connections, um, similar to like yeah. some of the stuff that I do with uh, that we've done with Ubisoft. Um, and uh, it's all it's almost always the PC build. So like that is yeah. definitely you know a, a concern for some people. I feel like... It'll be very, very interesting from the original release date till it's been pushed to December 10th. Um, we've seen over our years of reviewing and getting early access to games, which I hope that this game does get in the hands of influencers before launch. Um, I hope they are allowed to play this game and I hope they are allowed to talk about it or at least review it. it I, w- I want to say I would be more comfortable with a five to seven day embargo window prior to launch. I would start Witcher three. I think I had 11 days. Okay. I would start getting very worried if this is a launch day embargo, I would start to be a little concerned about that. Um, and we will, unfortunately, because it's the internet, we will find out for sure. Like what was holding this up? Um, it's gotta be something in the day one patch, obviously. Like, I mean, I know I'm just stating the obvious here when I say this, but it has to be something in the day one patch that is game breaking enough that they felt that they needed a three week delay or whatever it is, 20, 21 days. Yeah, three weeks. Um, so we will know what this is and we will know what this is for two reasons. Um, I feel like we will, uh, one is that it'll be, the reviewers will have the opportunity to play the game without the patch. Um, so that we, and somebody will leak that, like whatever they won't leak the whole, you know, review notes or whatever, but they'll leak the part of what they're talking about. Like, cause the one that keeps coming to mind all the time. And I, I don't know why I go back to this one, but when Josh, uh, when we were with PS nation and Josh got to review, I want to say it was like little big planet three. He had like a huge, like three page document of what was coming day one that they didn't really want him to 
nick the or uh, knock the game on because they're like we know this is a problem that's being fixed um yeah and so that we'll know that way or we'll know what's in the patch because it'll be really curious like this patch might have been able to be to be ready by november 19th but it might not have been ready for reviews and it, it might be bad enough that they're worried about even if they explain it to a reviewer that um that the people would downgrade the game for this because they want traffic on their review Oh, especially in this day and age, like that, we see that happen all the time, yeah. uh, where people just want to have the 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 hottest take that they can on something. So, uh, sadly, somebody's going to give this game a five and a half or a six because they want people to to read or or watch their their review. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There, whatever the game, the quality of the game turns out, there will always be people on both ends of the spectrum that are going to either praise it no matter its flaws or hit it for any single thing that they can find. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll you'll get that like wide spectrum. This is going to be one of those games I feel like is going to have the wide spectrum of review scores. We're going to see everything. Yeah, I all just over but I board. still feel like it's gonna, it's going to settle at like an eight. This is going to be a solid eight, solid eight and a half. It sucks though. Like this is this is in that window. I think I saw this on like the video game awards Twitter or something. Um, this is falling now with this release date. It's falling into into that no man's land for it's coming out in 2020, but it's not going to be eligible for 2020 awards. Um, well, yeah, like uh, just for us, like I was hoping that we would be able to like record our game of the year stuff early December. Yeah. Uh, but now that this is December 10th, like I'm probably, you know, that'll probably, well, maybe we can push it to that week we record. Uh, so I get yeah, a couple but unfortunately, days. Yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, you're only going to be talking about less than 10 hours of playing the game before we get a chance to yeah. talk about our stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's it's super, super interesting. And But this game has to come out in 2020, similar to when we talked about the the, uh, the payroll and the overtime implications for CD Projekt Red, as well yeah. as the bonus structure. Like, these people, the, the employees deserve their money for a game that was originally supposed to, I think, come out, like, holiday 2019, originally, I think, no, is what they uh, were shooting for. I thought it was April. I think it yeah. was always in April. Okay. But, I mean, for something that we saw, you know, le- you know, teaser trailers and stuff like that for in, what, E3 2015? Yeah, and the game's been known development since, like, 2013. Yeah. So, so however long it takes, it takes. I mean, I hear, you know, like, for, and there, there's a lot of stuff about this game that interests me tremendously, but then it seems like every time I get a chance to check this out, something goes wrong. Like when I was in, when I was at the E3 presentation with you, we both got to go to it. I was super distracted because there was something wrong with like one of our podcasts or something like that. Like, and I was trying yeah. to, I was trying to fix that. And, and the next thing I knew, like the presentation was over. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm having the problem with this game where the more I see it, the less excited I get. This is mm-hmm. something about the gameplay is just not clicking for me. And I was, I'm super excited for this game still. Uh, so I just want this. I just want to play this damn game like already yeah there's a valid concern though it was like can can cd project red turn you know make a great fps you know first person shooter and like that's 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 a huge unknown factor can they make a great rpg yes can they tell a great story yeah can they build a great world 100 percent. can they do it from a first person perspective we have no idea yeah yeah will they be able to pull this off uh I added some additional things to this news story just because I thought it was pretty funny. Uh Uh, Two developers, uh, the developers for Path of Exiles and then the developers for Everspace 2, they have delayed their games in response to this because they were originally slated to come out that week, Cyberpunk's coming out, and they delayed till January, and they both stated, 
we know there's enough crossover with our fan bases that we're getting out of the way of cyberpunk, <laughs> uh, which I think is like the honesty that I like to see yeah. uh, from developers of just like, Hey, we don't want to, and it isn't even like, Oh, we don't want to cannibalize each other. They're like, we don't want to get like eaten, <laughs> you know, like they're, well, they're not lying so to themselves. Post Thanksgiving prior to Christmas, like it's a risk in general, like immortals Phoenix rising is the same day. Like it's, it's a risk Like the releasing in December is, I, I don't love any at all because like that's when I, I don't know if cyberpunk is the game that you buy as a Christmas gift you know like I think if somebody wants to play cyberpunk they're getting cyberpunk and if you want if you probably you may or may not have already pre-ordered it you may or may not have already paid for it um, you know like there's just so much you know so many things going on there but it, the, the it's just releasing in December is just a weird time because I feel like this is cyberpunk is a game that you would just purchase for yourself like it's not one of those things where it doesn't carry the clout that you know mom or dad will just pick it up at the store for you. Uh, though this game will probably benefit from being out in December because there's their only competition in December is going to be Immortals. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea of this coming out like a week after the new consoles launch always kind of bothered me. Of just like you're going to want to play whatever's at launch, even though this launch lineup is pretty Meh. bad. Meh. <laughs> but there's so many things going on that cyberpunk being in there mm-hmm. now it can be in December. People can get the like smaller distractions that are coming out out of the way and then have more time to dedicate to cyberpunk because nothing's really coming out after cyberpunk until, you know, January. Right. So that's like three weeks where cyberpunk, uh, is out of the way of black Friday sales. So they're going to be able to sell a $60 game that might hurt them, uh, mm-hmm. based on how, launch some of those sales are going to go this year uh but that at least dedicates like people to like me who is worried about like i, I you know i i already told you like the things that i want to play you know mm-hmm. i want to play uh bug snacks i want to play spider-man i want to play uh demon souls uh valhalla. and then I, valhalla and there was no way i was gonna be able to do that in that three-week period there's a call so of duty now, there's a call of duty game in there <laughs> yeah it's just like so now, like, I can try and squeeze that in without having to worry about the fucking 100-hour RPG mm-hmm. in the middle of that. Though Valhalla is going to be, like, a 100-hour RPG based on some of this, how th- that franchise has been going. Right. Uh, so, like, it being in December, I think, is going to help, at least people in my case, you know, yeah. like, some of the like the fans that want to play as many games as possible because it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, I-, I still work, you know, partial retail that... I'm not going to have the most time those three weeks, but at least I can just dedicate one game as opposed to the anxiety of having like four new games out that week and trying to get through them and spend equal amount of time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, moving on to something we don't normally talk about, but it's definitely worth it this time. So, Yeah. Uh, so uh, last couple of weeks we've been talking about like how they're going to handle PlayStation plus, um, over the next, you know, couple months, because they have the, uh, what is it? The, are they? They're not calling it the instant game collection, right? The PlayStation uh, Plus collection, or PlayStation Plus collection, which is twenty games, mostly first party, that are going to be available when the console launches until the new year. So we, me and Dave, I think just last week, were saying like, are there going to be a November, December PlayStation Plus things? And I think we both kind of joked of like, why isn't Bug Snacks, Bug Snacks a PlayStation Plus game? And lo and behold, uh, Bug Snacks will be PlayStation Plus on day one. And I think it's available uh, for 
Uh, is, is it a little bit of extended time? I feel like it's a little bit of an extended time for Bug Snacks. I should have pulled that up. Uh, but yeah, Bug Snacks will be available for November. So it's like Bug Snacks, Shadow of War, and Hollow Knight will be the PlayStation Plus games uh for november uh two of them are ps4 games and the bug snacks is the only native ps5 game that'll be on plus in november so just in time for the console launch mm-hmm. uh so yeah uh me yeah, and dave were just, you know it's, thinking it's, yeah it's just called playstation plus collection yeah so which is a huge list that yeah <laughs> i was looking at the list and i've played every single one of these games so, but so. i mean i'm really excited like i'm been, i'm looking at the list right now like i'm really kind of interested like a day's gone i played it grabbed me for a little while but then it didn't and so to maybe see if that runs better on ps5 like that's a that's an intriguing thing to me i still want to play detroit become human um and then like just uh like seeing how like last of us remastered will work until dawn um yeah, and then there's like Crash Bandicoot, um, and Monster Hunter World. Like, there's a, there's a whole list of you know like of things that Monster Hunter World. I would love to play that on PS5 just mm-hmm. for fixed loading screens mm-hmm. and the frame rate issues in that game. Yeah, so there's definitely there's there's some cool stuff on here. So um, that are that'll be really interesting. And then you know like just Bug Snack is just one more thing to play. I mean. I feel like if you play any kind of online functionality at all, you get, you have plus or your, your your PS Plus subscription is stacked up. Anyways, so now you get Bug Snacks, Bug Snack, and then you get all these other games as well: Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Infamous, Ratchet and Clank. And if you have at this point in time, if you haven't played any of these games, I would just say just wait and play them on PS Five. Um, yeah, especially if you're getting a PS Five. Um, so like that's you know like that's a really that's a really cool thing. And then so now we know that. You know they're 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 setting some standards though of like of you know expectations. We know that Bug Snacks is coming in November. We know that um, Destruction All Stars is coming in February. So is you know is it going to be one of those things where they kind of like you said where they ride Bug Snack through the holiday and just say like hey if you have plus you get the game because um, there are still some people and this isn't this isn't a dig but I mean it you know in the Facebook group um, somebody wrote I feel like I never have these times and this is what I worry about and and. I would say at this point, if you're allowed to with the, and I don't know if you will or won't be, and we'll find out, the uh, PlayStation app just got an update. Works great. Um, you're starting to see the intuit in um, the intermingling of voice chat and stuff like that. The, the reasons why I think they changed that their firmware stuff for their party chat is showing a little bit more with this uh, PS app update. But you can pre-order, you know, PS5 games on your app, you know, digital, you know, digital games on the app. You can, I can actually join a voice chat on the app and talk to people on my phone um and then you can also i will i'm assuming you would be able to if you don't even have a ps5 right away you still should and you are you're an active ps plus member i hope you can add it to your library i would assume you'd be able to add it to your library and just to confirm uh bug snacks will be available november 12th until january 4th so i don't okay. know if that means they are just writing one playstation 5 ps plus game until january right but does that mean Um, that we get another ps5 game between january 4th and whenever they they give us destruction all-stars yeah that that that's going to be the the big question and how long will the the this playstation plus collection be a thing um will they rotate games out of that specifically the third party games so again now situation even if you don't own a ps5 or you're you're, you you maybe you're waiting till the holiday to get a ps5 totally understandable totally fine i would just download the app you know on your phone 
and just to make sure you have it and add these games to your library because um, you never know when the, the game collection could change. Um, and as long as you in the past, as long as you have an active PS Plus subscription, I can go all the way back and play you know, a PS3 game that they gave me for PS Plus because I still have an active PS Plus account. I was actually just going through my download list today with Owen trying to find another game for him to play. And I was just literally just going through the, the cause it actually has the library on PS4 has a under your signed in account has a PlayStation plus thing. And I was like, Oh, let's just go through these really quick. And I was like, I forgot how much yeah. stuff was in there. Like, geez. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you've been consistent with it, I've been actually missing a lot mm-hmm. of them, but that's just laziness on my part. Right. Because um, for a while, I was just adding every game, even if I had no intention yep. to play it. I would still add it to my list, and I kind of stopped doing it. Now I only add games that I actually care about. Uh, but holy shit, having PS Plus for like 10 years yeah. <laughs> uh, has really like destroyed my download list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm happy with Bugsnacks, just because uh, Bugsnacks, I think it's like $20, $25. Um, so like... And Bugsnacks is definitely, like, marketed towards me, I feel like, because uh, it's like a Pokemon Snap Viva Pinata yeah. sort of experience. Uh, but it was one of those games where I was like, I'll probably have waited to pick that up mm-hmm. between, you know, Miles, Demon Souls, and then, you know, at the time, Cyberpunk. Uh, so now that it's a plus games mean I'm, I'm going to pick that up and download it right away. Uh, and probably play it, you know, the week it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'm so because now at least snacks. I mean, if you have a if you if, like in terms of things to play, like if you buy a PS5 at launch, um, brand new PS5 experiences with with PS Plus, you're gonna have Astrobot, and you're gonna have Bugsnack, and you're yes. gonna have that whole instant game collection. So again, if you like, you'll have some stuff, and we've already started to see, you know, the benefits of PS5 and the the way that games are the 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 games that have been patched already for PS4 the way that they're running extremely better on PS4 like they're just going to run extremely better on PS5 better than they're running on PS4 now yeah so and and that's the thing I'm like the most curious about uh with just seeing how the games run natively off the PS5 uh the PS4 games um just cuz I don't know I I'm, I been talking about for weeks like i'm holding games for this year that i yeah. want to play well like uh, i'd be just, really just curious like if this is gonna like show an influx of like last of us multiplayer again i hope so because i don't think they killed those servers yet Not, or at least it'd yeah. be silly if they killed those right servers. but i mean like all of a sudden now people have ps because even like if, if you haven't owned a ps4 in a while or you're buying a p like I, there's probably a, a seven day or 14 day ps plus trial in there Probably, most likely. There's you usually know. a little booklet so, in there. And then if you haven't played multiplayer in a while, and if like all of a sudden like the matchmaking and the load times are better for like factions and stuff, like that'll be so much fun to play again. Yep, and it'll be a good uh, reason to get the fan base riled up and be like, where's factions too, mm-hmm. or whatever they would call it, uh, which I still think is going to be a thing. I just yeah, don't it's know it's going to be standalone though. So. Yeah. Um, so that was, uh, that little news story. Uh, and then let's just talk a little bit about, uh, Black Friday. Uh, the, the, the thing that sends shivers down mine and Dave's spine. Right, we're not open uh, on Thanksgiving this year, so I'm good. So. I, I'm not either, but it's still one of those things where that, that weekend is still hell. Eh. Um, uh, maybe not for you. As no, much, you're just, hell. you haven't been doing retail as long as I've been doing retail. I'm just more numb to it than you are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah no, I, I, I have PTSD from my fucking target days. Yeah. Uh, which we'll probably talk about in bonus episode for Patreon this month. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so some of the highlights, I just uh, pulled up the, the Best Buy ad because they were the first ones to show it. And usually video game deals are the same across the board. No one right. ever really competes on video game deals. Um, just some of the highlights. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two is going to be thirty dollars. Buy it. Ghost of <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima is going to be forty dollars. I might need uh, to buy it. So. Tony Hawk Pro Skater is twenty nine dollars. Final Fantasy Seven Remake is twenty nine dollars. Doom Eternal's twenty. Avengers, which I was excited about, is yep. twenty nine. Uh, Iron Man VR is twenty. Uh, I, I might and, just get that just because. <laughs> uh star wars squadron is 19 dollars. so if you're that like might get, that might be another thing that just ends up happening yeah <laughs> especially with the vr stuff yeah. being really good uh yeah so it's like 1999 uh on, on black friday uh that whole weekend i you i don't know how stores are really exactly handling all this stuff yet but uh yeah, and there was just a ton of stuff uh, as usual. Uh, but those were the highlights. And, of course, you know, the new consoles would be out. No deals on the new consoles. Um, though I think I saw a deal uh, either from Target that if you buy an Xbox Series X, you get $10 off an additional controller. Boom. So, yeah, <laughs> that that might be worth it for some. Uh, Dave uh, might be interested that uh, Stadia Premier Edition is seventy four ninety nine. That comes with the Chromecast and the Stadia controller. Is it worth it, Dave? At that point for you, uh, almost. X, XCloud's better. Like <laughs> uh, that's what I was gonna say. Like now that XCloud is out, like there's like I have no that reason controller now that I've been messing with on my phone. I really didn't mess with it this much. I still want to take that thing to work and just see what it's like at work. But yeah, um, with like store Wi-Fi. Yeah, but uh, I, if I really want, I, I don't know because like with Stadia, like, at least with XCloud, like. The the thing that the xCloud has going for me is that if I'm playing like Ori in the Blind Forest or playing Destiny or playing um, whatever on Game Pass, like I can play it on xCloud and bring it home and play it on my Xbox or play it on my PC through my Xbox uh, uh, app on PC. And that's all one continuous account. Or if I buy mm-hmm. the game on Xbox, I can move it on the you know back and forth with Stadia. Like if I'm playing Darksiders three on Stadia, I have to. It's a different save file. Like I can't. Like yeah. I, I have to only play it on Stadia. So like there is absolutely no reason for me to get a Stadia. I th- I thought that maybe that would be just at the price point that you would just like. If XCloud wasn't part of Game Pass Ultimate, maybe. Yeah. But. But you're fully like on board with XCloud now. I, it, it works. I enjoy it. I can plug. I can take my son's my my five year old can play Super Lucky Tales on his Chromebook that he uses for yeah. virtual kindergarten. I can plug a controller into it, and he can play it on the couch. Uh, Angela is in the chat, and she said not getting Stadia. Yeah. So yeah, you won't be getting Stadia. Yeah, I'm not getting Stadia because we're spending. Yeah. I'm getting two new consoles in the month of I, November. I, for some reason, I just pictured you just messaging me like a picture of the Stadia <laughs> controller and being like, "I I bought it," and I'm like, "Why, Dave? Why?" Yeah, no, that's not that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I was able to like. I just need to get better in realizing like the Xbox Series S is going to go upstairs. That's where I'm gonna. That's where it's gonna be, you know, uh, played. And then anything that I want to play down here that I stream, I'll just play through my PC. So. Yeah. Um, other things that are on sale, like today specifically, Amazon has like all the Samsung SSDs on sale, um, which I see. I saw a lot of people jumping the gun and buying them. Uh, Don't Sony do has it. not released <laughs> Don't do their, <laughs> their whitelist yet. 
So I would not buy any of these internal NVMe drives uh, just because you don't know if they're compatible. Uh, Western or if you Digital, do it, don't open it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Western. So the ones that are on sale are the 3.0, and those aren't going to be fast enough. Uh, Western Digital uh, actually has a drive that I'm eyeballing um, that I believe they said would be compatible, um, but I don't trust it yet until Sony says it. But if you do end up, the one eyeball comes out next week, happens to come out the same time <laughs> the, the new consoles comes out. Um, Interesting. It's the Western Digital SN850. So these for like 500 gigs, it's 150 and it's for 250, it's a one terabyte. Those might be fast enough, but you still need Sony to approve that uh, to say like, hey, this is fast enough. But this is the one to watch. Uh, this one, again, it comes out next week, so it's not going to be on any sales right away. Uh, but don't jump the gun and buy an NVMe during Black Friday because they're not all going to be compatible or able to run the games uh, natively off them. They, I'm assuming if you put the wrong one in, you're just going to end up with one that just can store games and not play yeah. games just uh, wait just wait for these tech youtubers to to spend fifteen hundred dollars on hard drives and test them just wait yeah like yeah. even even if sony puts their little logo on it like that's fine just wait for these people that make that have you know a million subscribers on youtube and they're gonna be like here's how long it takes to this game to load and this is how easy it is let them let them let them drop two grand on the hard drives and say this one's 3.2 seconds faster and then make your decision based yeah. on price like let let somebody else do the work for you don't you don't you don't need this drive right now like yeah. I, I, i'm sorry like download your one or two ps plus games download your destiny download your you know call of duty and like have your three or four games on there you're not going to be playing more than three or four games anyways and when you get done you if you play god of war for your first time through your plus instant collection play it beat it delete it download something else yeah um or do what i'm doing because i say fuck whatever dave just said um and uh i'm getting uh an internal SSD drive, like an actual SSD drive, not not an NVMe, uh, an SSD drive, and I'm going to get an enclosure with 3.1 uh, USB, uh, and I'm just going to use that as just storage. How much is that? Ex- um, so you can get like the the a one terabyte uh, SSD for like sixty bucks, sixty to a hundred dollars. So. And the reason I'm getting that for external storage is I do not want to hook up a regular ass external hard drive a mechanical drive because i feel like that defeats the purpose if i'm going to use it for raw storage i want to alleviate the time it takes for me to store a game on you know transfer a game from the drive to the system so i'm just going to get an ssd with a 3.1 usb just to mitigate but, some of that transfer speed but what about if ps5 has better what if ps5's download speeds are 100 percent better than ps4's no, 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 I'm not talking about download speeds. I'm talking about raw transfer speeds. No, I know, but I'm between. just saying it's like if it's going to take... Okay, so like today I downloaded Watch Dogs Legion on my PS4. Uh, yeah. I think it's like a 45 gig game. Um, I don't know. The, I don't have it in front of me, but it took like a half an hour. So if that's, that's going to take have 15 minutes... Ah, uh, okay. See? So, See, yeah. there's the difference between you and I. You're dumb because you, 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 let, you let an ISP give you a data cap. I don't. I, sadly, I don't, <laughs> I don't. You have a choice. I don't. I have. You either, live. In a, you live in the city. 
in a heavily populated city and you get screwed by matter. your ISPs. I live Do you in the, realize I, I live in the suburbs how, and I have nine choices for internet. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, and Chicago, because of the way it's all like segregated in terms of like <laughs> the haves and the haves nots, my choice for ISPs in my area is AT&T, which the fastest I can get for AT&T is 25 down or Comcast with gigabit internet, but I'm limited to one terabyte a month. So like I could have unlimited internet, but it would be 25, da- 24. I down. had a capped internet provider for three days and I think I left ESPN on, ESPN on when I fell asleep once and yeah. I looked at my data. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I- yeah, that's it's terrible. Yeah. But, but unfortunately, I'm like, like, I don't it, want it, this stress. I can't remember to charge my watch. You think I'm going to remember to turn ESPN off when I got like when I go to work? <laughs> Dude, like when when I was when I was in, when I was furloughed, I would get that notification two weeks into the month. You're halfway through your data cap, and I'm just like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah, no, sir. Uh, yeah, so so for me, like getting an external SSD for like okay sixty yeah. to hundred bucks. I, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, because like Warzone for, for me, is that's be dumb. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just convenience. Also, I like to bounce between a bunch of different games. You're fine deleting the game and never going back to it, but like. I still want to dabble in Warzone from time to time. I still be, want. To I would be curious with my with Dead. my internet though. Like if you and I kicked, if I want, I wonder what we, I that would be really curious. So if you, if uh, if we you know somehow we both own Cyberpunk digitally or something, like if I kick it off the download from the store and you are and you transfer it from your hard drive, like I wonder which one would be faster. I probably the transfer because I'm talking about for the transfer because I would be going from the ps5 to an ssd for just raw storage i'm probably looking at like 10 to 20 minutes um i still don't have complete faith that there won't be some bullshit copying (laughs) on the ps5 yeah uh preparing to download what yeah i already told you to Um, download what are you preparing (laughs) especially psn is like notoriously like one of the slower yeah uh, okay so servers what do you think the networks are going to look like what is xbox going to look like november 10th um not to be a dick but i think xbox live will do just fine with the mm-hmm. traffic that they get and what's psn going to look like that two days later trash fire it's <laughs> like i i have a feeling there are going to be a lot more people buying playstations yeah i agree um and i don't trust the infrastructure at sony to be able to handle the day one stuff i i feel like xbox would probably have crashing issues but i just don't think they're gonna have the volume of users day one that playstation will have because the playstation i i think no matter what playstation is gonna outsell xbox like in the first in in the first quarter yeah for sure yeah um past that too hard to tell yeah but uh they're gonna have more consoles of people trying to play it um they're gonna have more games uh that are just gonna be not necessarily like the instant game collection or the PlayStation Plus collection, yes, it's less games in Game Pass, but I feel like that's more spread out. You're going to have more people downloading the same same games, and then any games that have multiplayer are going to be working with the people on the PS4 side, and the PS4 side already has a larger fan base than the previous-gen Xbox stuff. Have they confirmed upgrades to Warzone day one? Um, 
I don't know. Okay. I would have to look into because I think that could be a um, huge deal. Like that because we're talking about like 150 gigs, and people are going to want the higher than 60 frames on you know Warzone mm-hmm. on PS5 or on Xbox Series, um, regardless. And especially with it being a free to play thing, that could be something that people go to like right away. Um, that could definitely be you know instrumental. But I, I agree with you. Like there is going to be more people hitting the hitting uh, Sony's you know thing, and then now the other thing too is like the I don't even know. I guess the 25% digital versions versus the 75% disc. Do you think that's a fair ratio? Yeah, I could see that. Um, um, those 25%, like they don't have a choice. Yeah, they're they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of people, especially with a PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation Plus collection. I feel like that's you're funneling people into specific things. I know that's not exactly how the internet works and servers right. work, but I, I I have a feeling. Why are your PlayStation? Uh, why are your Xbox at least yeah, at, if, at if least the first couple of days that you're trying to play like just you know though that won't help if the servers crash correct <laughs> but if the servers yeah. are intermittent wiring it will help you versus getting a faster download it 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 should I just have a feeling this this launch will be kind of rough for both companies because it's the first time that they have to worry about like crossplay mm-hmm. between generations. Uh, so that's like a whole other thing that they're gonna have to. Like, I can't, jump over. yeah, like I can't wait to see somebody like, and, I, and I'm I'm gonna use Destiny as an example. Every time they release some kind of patch or something happens, I can't wait for them to see we're working on issues of PS5 players being able to connect to PS4 players. Like it's it's gonna happen. Like <laughs> yeah, I I just have a feeling we're gonna see some server issues. We see that every launch, but I have a feeling PlayStation will probably yep. get hit more just due to popularity yep. uh, than Xbox. And Xbox will be like, hey, we're stable, but that's going to be a sign of like, yeah, you're stable because not many people are playing. <laughs> you know, like... Are you still... I mean, I, you still can't get... They I, still go down. You still can't get a series. I can't see anywhere you can get a Series S or X right now. So I don't know in terms of availability. And like they, Xbox has said that there's going to be consoles available in stores on launch day. Sony has yeah. not Sony has not said that yet. Um, and then also, I thought I saw something over the last day or so that said that there'll be PS5s and Xbox Series available on Black Friday. So I don't know if they're like if that's when they're planning their second wave out, which would be terrible if if you plan your second wave on Black Friday. Like shame on you. Um, retailers do that though. I know. Re- retailers will hold it for for Black Friday, even though they're like, hey, we want to keep our employees and our customers safe. The Friday, they're gonna just be like, hey, please come to the store. I know. <laughs> But you don't, if anything is proven the last six months during this pandemic is you do not need to have a sale on a Pacific day to drive business. I'm sorry. Yep. But they won't learn and they will do it. And I guarantee there's going to be, you know, like we'll talk to some, I'll talk to some people in retail and just see like my friends at Target of like, because what we used to do for like with the Wii U launch and the Xbox and PS4 launch is there'll be. The ones that we can sell every day, and then there'll be the mountain of systems just off to the side where it's just like, those are not to be touched until Black Friday. So I guarantee that it will still yeah, be so a Yeah, so Snake's saying in the chat, I think he saw the same thing I saw. Best Buy will have PS5s on Black Friday, but online only. Which I wonder, because Best Buy's pushing for store pickup, so those will probably mm-hmm. still be available in store, but... Only for online pickup. But that'll be one of those things where you'll be watching football on Thursday and it'll be like, get your PS5 from Best Buy at midnight and then they'll all be gone at like 12.05 and you can go to the store at like 8 o'clock in the morning and pick it up. Yeah. So that's what's going to happen with those. Yeah. Uh, There there will be people 
lining up for their pickups probably more than ever this year uh mm-hmm. hopefully i guess well we saw um we saw some stuff uh like we've got a couple members that that live in the uk in our facebook group and they're getting ready to go into a four-week uh shutdown because of covid and we saw that they were working their retailers were working with their their government and uh they want people to pay their their uh, console pre-orders off within the next 48 hours or something like that. And then they can actually do like a curbside pickup for them because the businesses won't be open and the businesses, yeah. I, I black Friday, I don't think is as big of a deal in Europe as it is over here, obviously. Um, but I'm sure that there's still, it's, it still has repercussions over there, but I mean, they're going to be closed for the entire month of November. Yeah. Which good on them. Uh, we definitely could use that over here. Uh, all right, so that's all for, for Black Friday stuff that I could see, or at least all the game stuff that I saw that was worthwhile. Uh, but again, people hold back on the SSDs, wait for the list to come out, or like they've said, wait for people to find out the ones. Because I'm sure there's going to be some SSDs that, like, there's no way Sony is going to be able to test every single right. drive out there. So there'll be some that do work well enough. I, I, um, I guarantee you there's going to be, like, this drive costs $20 more, but you get... You know, these speeds, um, you know, like there's, they're going to be testing everything. They're going to be testing load times for Call of Duty matchmaking. They're going to be testing, you know, Fortnite drop times. Like they're going to be testing everything. Just let them do it. Like this is what they get. This is what they make their living off of. Give them five days and you'll know. Yeah. Uh, But that is it for the news. All right. Uh, What we're playing and watching. Um. Why don't you go ahead? Because I didn't get. I I have not. Today was my first day off um, of work, and I changed stores as well this week. So I've been, and I had Halloween over the weekend with my kids, uh, with my child. The other ones are grown. Um, yeah. But uh, so I did not play it nearly as much as you did, and then just um, we'll use Watch Dogs as a transition. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So I am still playing Hades on the Switch. Uh. This is easily one of the best games I've played this year. I wasn't expecting it. Uh. I've only made it through, like, the first two worlds, but it's a roguelike, so I'm just meant to, you know, continue to, you know, fail over and over again. Uh, the cool thing that's pushing me along with this one is uh, the characters and story are really fleshed out and told in between your deaths. So every time you return to your hub world, there's different characters to talk to, and they react to the things that you've done in the world based on, like, how far you've progressed uh, through Hades. Uh, so... I just love the way that's handled. Like the character designs, the writing is really good. And I don't mind when I die. Cause I'm kind of excited to get back to the hub world to find out more of the character, more about the characters and more about the world and seeing how they like fleshed out, like their version of the Greek mythology. So really love that. Uh, and it's definitely like, it's probably going to be a top five game for me this year, mm-hmm. uh, which I wasn't expecting. Um, then, uh, Halloween, uh, me and Sarah, uh, started to play the latest Dark Pictures anthology game, uh, Little Hope. So this is the second, uh, in their series. Uh, they just announced the third game, uh, cause I, I think they put it in a trailer at the end of, uh, this game. Uh, so this is, uh, two of three, uh, for right now. Uh, premise for this one is a college bus trip. Like, it's like a small class trip. Uh, for some college students, uh, they their bus crashes and they basically get lost in a ghost town with like a mysterious fog that's kind of keeping them in town or directing them through the town. It's still kind of unclear. Um, this game, I feel like, is 
significantly more scary than Mana Madan was. So Mana Madan was just kind of like uh, a group of young adults who were just kind of getting in way over their head uh, treasure hunting, and there were some scary elements to it. Uh, but this from the get, from like the start, uh, has way more of a horror movie vibe with like creatures con- l- lurking in the background and a bunch of jump scares. Uh, so this one already seems like it's going for more of a traditional like horror movie vibe than Man of Madon was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm liking that. <laughs> um, I do like the... Uh, uh, I, I, you didn't check out uh, Man of Madon, right, Dave? I did not. Okay. Um, so this is like, you know, the Until Dawn games where it's like, you know, every decision you make, you play multiple characters. They can die at any time, really. Uh, so the story changes as you go. Uh, so far, I like all the characters in the game. Uh, me and Sarah are doing the pass the controller mode. So uh, at the start of the game, uh, basically has you select the characters you want to play. You know, you type in all the players' names, you know, like Michael, Sarah. And then we just kind of draft our team based on the characters that are available. So we pass the controller every time a scene is focused on uh, one specific character. Um, so uh, really into that. Uh, it's only like four to five hours. I believe we're like two hours in it, two or three hours in. Uh, so, so far enjoying it. Um, definitely it's one of those games I, I can only play at night. I uh, don't want to play this during the day and ruin whatever atmosphere uh, it has going for it. Uh, the game does like, sometimes the game looks kind of bad. Like, I don't know, just like the, the, the animations are just a little off. Uh, the character models sometimes look really good. Sometimes they don't. Uh, we're playing on a PS4 Pro. Uh, it hitches every once in a while, but it's not too bad on that. So probably we'll finish it up sometime this week. That was like our Halloween thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, just, that was our, our like main focus for Halloween. Um, and then uh, Pacer. So Pacer is a uh, futuristic racing game. Uh, we got a copy for review, um, which I'm just going to do a quick review uh, right now, just because I ended up really getting into this game. Like I, I got it Friday or Thursday, and then I've just been playing it whenever I have free time over the last like three days. And I was off today and yesterday, so I put a lot of time into it. Uh, this is a spiritual successor to the Wipeout franchise. Uh, there's a lot of people on this development team that worked on Wipeout and a uh, and another, a bunch of other uh, racing games. Uh, so it has the Wipeout legacy. And if you if I didn't know this game was called Pacer and I just saw like a trailer for it without a game title, I would have said like, "Oh shit, there's a new Wipeout." Because they this it looks exactly like Wipeout looked, you know, ship designs, world, uh, track design. It is a Wipeout game. It's just not named Wipeout, but it has the pedigree of that franchise. Uh, and it even has, like, artists that were in previous Wipeout games, like Code Storage does some of the soundtrack. Uh, so it has everything you would want from a Wipeout game, just without the name. Um, so it's like, uh, you know neon future cities with stylized airships with a little bit of weapon combat on top of it uh for the most part like the they're not doing a ton of things different than what we're used to seeing in wipeout uh they have just basically tweaked like the formula for wipeout so uh when you're playing the game it's very easy to just be like this is how a wipeout game plays and then that 
muscle memory just transitions really easy into that. And there's only small things tweaked in how some of the game modes work and some of the, you know, like the menus work, but overall it's a wipeout game. Uh, The small changes they've made to it or to the formula work really well. Like I like how some of the weapons are um, and the game modes that they have. They have some new game modes in it, but you know, you have your traditional wipeout modes or racing modes uh my favorite one though which is a new mode which i haven't seen in a racing game before it might be something that's in another racing game i just might have missed it uh it's called uh storm so this is basically a survival race where you have to stay within a bubble that's constantly moving if you're outside of the bubble you take damage that destroys your ship's like shield and health and you will blow up and get eliminated so you're constantly trying to move inside this bubble and the bubble gets smaller and smaller as the game uh, progresses. So it's basically like 10 car, like 10 cars battle royale, uh, you know, because you're mm. just trying to stay within okay. the circle as it gets smaller and smaller. So you're trying to keep speed with this thing that's constantly moving faster or slower. Uh, so it's a, it's a cool balance and I really like this mode. Um campaign is pretty standard it just feels like an extended tutorial uh for the most part you know it's just trying to teach you all the different mechanics and have you learn the different uh teams that are in the you know like in the game like the different companies so uh it's really like an extended tutorial and i mean really extended tutorial where they're like hey uh this team really are into air brakes, so you can't turn normally. You can only turn with air brakes. Or this team is weapons focused, so uh, the missions that we're going to have you do are weapons based missions. Uh, so the campaign's basically just building you up for like the quick play aspect or the online multiplayer, uh, which. Uh, online multiplayer isn't super popular right now. The game just came out Thursday. I did find a game every time I looked. Uh, but there wasn't like a ton of servers playing, you know, you can create a server, you can go into matchmaking. There weren't a lot of servers being played, but usually when I went to matchmaking, I would find something within like three to five minutes, which isn't great, but it's a new game that I feel like snuck in under the radar. So, uh, I'm hoping that gets a little bit better as things, you know, move on and more people know this game exists. Um, there are issues uh with like frame rate on a base ps4 Uh, i also have a ps4 pro so on that the game runs really smooth didn't notice too many frame rate issues i mostly noticed frame rate issues in the cinematics for the game so the cinematics before the race the camera will chug but once you're in the race it's smooth as hell like you think that the the cinematics are hiding a loading screen still I'm guessing that's what they're doing because okay. I can't figure out why yeah. it would chug in the cinematic that's just showing you like this is the course have uh, they, basically. Have they talked? Have you seen anything? Have they said anything about next gen? Uh, no, they haven't. Which I'm I'm really interested in because this game does run really smooth on a PS4 Pro. Because yeah, like and I, I, we, I we've see... heard that like next gen has like an internal boost mode or something. You know? Yeah, uh, that's actually one of those things when I was playing it. I was like, shit, I can't wait to play this yeah. on the PS5 uh, just because it runs smooth enough here. Because I remember I don't know, when just... we saw it at E3, I think they were shooting for like 60 frames, right? 
Yeah, and I think they hit that. I, I think they struggle a little bit on the base PS4, but I feel okay. like we've hit that point in a generation where that base PF- PS4 is just too done. underpowered. It's done. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like... uh, so definitely if you have a pro, uh, this is and you're interested in Wipeout, this is definitely a How much does it cost? To, to work on it. That's what I'm looking up right now. I want to say it's like $30. Yeah. Um, so let me just check real quick. Um yeah, Why? so because that might be fun. That. that might be fun for you to get for PS if you get if you're picking up a PS5 as well and you like to wipe out. Um, uh, it's forty dollars, which seems a little steep, but the campaign is pretty long. The multiplayer is pretty fun. Okay. It, it's basically going to come down to like how much did you like the Wipeout series? Yeah, I love the Wipeout series, and as much as I love the Omega Collection, I wanted more tracks mm-hmm. and new ships, and this has given me that. Uh, it doesn't have everything that a wipeout game has, but it has enough that like $40, I feel like isn't too steep of a price if you're looking for that type of experience. I feel like they kind of hinted at some type of seasonal-esque type content as well when we saw it. So I'd be curious to see if they, they can hit that mark. So um, so uh, when you launch the game now, it says Halloween edition. And I've noticed some cobwebs and stuff in the ship or like in the okay. track stuff. Okay. So I think... By seasonal content, I think that's kind of what they mean. I'm hoping it expands later on, but mm-hmm. I noticed that like it does say Halloween edition. And when I was uh, going through the track, I noticed like cobwebs in certain areas. Uh, so I'm wondering if that's like a light test of what they could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they find like a like a uh, online community for this game, I would love to see what they would do because I do remember them talking about like trying to do some seasonal stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth a buy if you are looking for like a wipeout experience. And we've seen a lot of wipeout uh, clones. Yeah, wipeout clones uh, pop up over the last couple years, and none of them have quite felt right. This is the closest we've gotten, I think, to a wipeout game that isn't from Sony. Uh, so definitely check that out. Um, and then uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, so Dave, you want to take this away? Cause you played more watchdogs Legion than I did. Yeah. Um, so uh, Ubisoft was nice enough to send us a code for watchdogs Legion. The way Michael and I have something set up, we have the ability to, um, game share amongst each other. So that's what we're doing. Um, and so I got some more time to dabble with it today. Uh, started seeing a little bit more of the story, like right off the bat. Um, the beginning of it was actually a little different than I expected it to be. Um, in terms of like how they're setting up the system and what's happening. Um, and then it kind of throws you right in to um, making a decision in terms of who you want to get. And it doesn't really kind of give you a whole lot of background. Like I was a little like, I didn't really understand right off the bat, like what some of these perks were. Um, some yeah. of those perks, man, are a stretch. They yeah. crack me up. Like not to cut you off, but like I even put a note because I, I, I put notes when I when I play stuff. Yeah. Um, so they throw you in. How many characters would you say are in that select screen? Like twenty? No, like twelve, maybe. Twelve? Okay. Yeah. Um, and some of the traits that they have are like reasonable traits of like, hey, uh, this person you'll spend half the time in jail if any of your people get arrested. These people will be injured twenty yeah. minutes shorter. Uh, and then some of the fucking character traits are kind of laughable, where it's just like, this person has a pistol. And this person has access to a car, even though you can steal a car relatively easy in the yeah. game. Uh, it's a little weird how they handle that. 
uh stuff where i almost feel like they have a cool idea but they didn't know yeah so that was take it that was the first like there's i definitely feel like there's a little bit of a pacing issue with this game right now um Mm -hmm. and i was i think i talked about that that i was worried about it having a pacing issue when you can just go out and do whatever you want and start like picking up people and maybe play some missions or not play some missions. Um, I have already failed a couple of recruitment missions where I like I died during the mission and then that person just can't be recruited. Like they you fail with what they were you what you were doing and then they completely hate DeadSec and they're like crossed off on your screen. So that was mm-hmm. kind of annoying. Um, and then it did exactly what I was worried about it doing before of where it told me what type of person I had to go recruit. Yes, which I told you during the preview that there will be missions where it's like, we need a police officer, so go recruit a police officer. Yeah, I we get need it. a construction worker. But let me yeah. figure that out. Yeah, because you're only like, what, six hours into the game? Yeah. So I feel like that's too soon to ask you to do yeah. that. Like They, they uh, already they, told me to go get a construction worker because I got to take something out and I need the, and I need yeah. the drone. Um, and so I was like, okay. And then, you know, I, and I get it. Like, you're going to be able to go to like certain boroughs of the town and, and find the people and a couple missions that I cleared all of a sudden it just gave me new operatives. Um, I don't find myself switching around the operatives too much yet. Um, I think I might do that as I start like learning stuff, but, um, I'm definitely struggling. Like it's been so long since I played a watchdogs game that I was like, I was forgetting the mechanics of like hack the camera, then hack to the next camera and then hack to the next camera and get the download file versus me. Just forgetting that I forgetting that I can do that. Excuse me. Forgetting mm-hmm. I can do that, but then just going in and, and you know, it's just, it's, it's, it feels like it's, it's, it's really, really cool with what they're trying to do of like your, your ability to play with different characters, but it's missing some soul. I feel like that is like a theme with this game because I'm enjoying it too. Like I want to say like I, the, the, I'm enjoying I've al- it. I've always loved like that's what I loved about Watch Dogs 2 the most is the mechanic and the gameplay mechanic. Messing with the drones, messing with the little spider bot, um, you know, distracting people and then doing a stealth takedown. Like that l- gameplay loop I love and I enjoy and figuring it out. But it's just like – it the fact of it that there's so many different characters like it's so far like the story hasn't clicked for me yet i just cleared a burrow where i set off some stuff and i have control of a burrow and i got the extra operative so like maybe i'm still like kind of in the tutorial part of it a little bit but it's it can be a little overwhelming yeah it's it's a little overwhelming and then i feel like ubisoft has a problem uh like i have a problem like like ubisoft games especially games like this where they like they kind of hover by politics, but they don't want to be political. So it kind of gets into wacky to where there's like almost like a dissonance when it comes to uh, very serious cutscenes, And then me just doing stupid open world shit mm-hmm. in the middle of the game, which I don't think that's like just exclusive issue with this game. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely like a thing that I have with games in general. But like this one is really kind of just like they got to hit you with some heavy stuff in the beginning of the game. And then it's just like pick a drunk old lady to be your first operative uh so some of that stuff's a little weird uh the ai guy bagley Mm -hmm. is a little too cheeky uh, Mm -hmm. for for like what we're going through the Uh, the recruitment missions are blah yeah and that's a that's another thing where uh i feel like the technology or what they were trying to do is really cool and i'm fascinated by it and that's why i'm going to explore this game the most but i feel like they were 
held back by maybe like hardware limitations so they couldn't go full into like cool things to do with this system so you're just kind of stuck with basic ass recruitment missions yeah and go hack this file hey you want to join DeadSec? oh cool i thought you'd never ask yeah uh or or, uh, yeah you you recruit someone and it's just like someone's bullying me all right let me go punch them okay i punched them are you yeah. gonna join now yeah i'm gonna join now like, okay, I was, cool. okay so you... like i recorded I, I recruited like a ring fighter um yeah like i think that was actually part of the story um i think everybody had to do that um and i was like i'm gonna go in my mind i'm like we're gonna go into an underground fight club to yeah. find this guy no he's just standing on the street yeah and, and, and that, i, I like, think that's a thing where I don't know if it's like a limitation of the hardware or they just need to like answer to the open world video game gods, you know, to where it's just like, hey, we have this cool mechanic idea, but we still need to make like a open world game. London Uh, London is huge. London is huge. It looks great. Like I'm playing on a PS4 Pro. We can talk about like some of the hardware stuff in a couple minutes. Uh, But like the game looks gorgeous. Um, I I hate driving in London. Uh, There's nothing wrong with the driving mechanics in this game. Oh, yes. Yes, there are. But it's just a Ubisoft driving game. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Like like, I'm I'm not used to London Road, so I don't know if that was the driving or me or a combination of the two. The the Uh, Watch Dogs has always felt a little floaty driving. Okay, yeah, because I felt it was floaty, (laughs) and then I'm just getting confused by turnabouts and stuff, and I'm just like, what the... Okay, I'm just driving down the wrong side of the road because there just seems to be no consequences for me doing this. Um, Yeah, they're they're just... I want to like this game more than I am so far, but I'm just... It's not clicking with me yet. You're a couple hours in more than me and well, like, like me. have you cleared a burrow no no no. i'm in the process okay. of doing that okay uh so and i when you say clear the burrow i immediately think of ubisoft games yeah like assassin's creed where it's just like hey go to this district do like a couple tasks or take kill the people and then a part of the map gets cleared out yeah. um which i don't like engaging with those aspects yet uh, or mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. uh but i i'm probably gonna have to mm-hmm. <laughs> deal with that stuff um but again i'm interested in how the world is built and how it works and that is my thing pushing me to continue to play this um, yeah i do want to see what kind of ridiculousness they take to to take down yeah the, the corporations yeah. you know like that because they they push like you said they 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 ubisoft gets you really really close to the edge like are they gonna do it are they gonna do it and then they don't do it but they get really, yeah, it, really, really it close. Frustrates <laughs> me as hell because they want they want their cake and eat it too. Yeah. To where like we want to be relevant, but we don't want to play with the politics uh, because that's dangerous water that we'll get in. And it's just like okay, either fucking do it or don't. Yeah, like, they were they were are, they did this with Far Cry Five with like the the religious cult yeah. aspect of it. I'm like, all right, they were trying and to it do was a it with, letdown. Yeah, they were trying to do it with Watch Dogs too with like corrupt elections and and I was yeah. like, are they gonna do it? Like, and then now like you're hearing some of the stuff like this is also I think sort of coming out at a bad time where like London's kind of yeah like London's kind of in a lockdown in this game like well yeah and and again when they announced this game you know they were just like what if all these bad things happen and then Brexit was happening around the same time <laughs> yeah. so i think again what we saw with Far Cry where Far Cry is like we're going to fucking 
talk about like crazy religious people in the south and then things got too real and then they pulled back from it and i feel like they did that again where they're like we're gonna get real and then brexit got real and then they're like oh shit okay brexit got real and covid's real (laughs) yeah so like they have to pull things back and then it leads to like just a little bit of disappointing story that i want them to take risks but i also know ubisoft are trying to make a very marketable AAA game, so mm-hmm. they can't take those risks of offending people. But it's or... it's 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 Watch Dogs. Like, let's just be clear. Like, this yeah. is a hundred percent Watch Dogs. If you enjoyed Watch Dogs two or one, there is nothing for mechanics purposes. Yeah, there is yeah. nothing wrong with more Watch Dogs. Like, I'm 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 yes. I'm loving the little banter's back and forth, and and how you can go about and never enter an area and kind of like clear the whole area and get what you need and get out. Like, that's there. That's a really cool gameplay mechanic this recruitment thing is we, we when we i gave it i gave it a, an award before just because it was i i was it was more watchdogs and i was down like and, and i'm and i still and am and it sounded cool yeah. the recruitment system and and like that was just a little like that was more frosting i was like i the, the cake itself is watchdogs and that's and it's fine and it's good um the recruitment is what i thought it was going to be and it ended up being a little bit more bland so far yeah um Basically, for me, Watchdogs Legion is half pregnant. If that makes, <laughs> bad, <laughs> you know what I mean. Bad pullout game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it, it, it's it's like this impossible half idea. Like this is like why this game, the idea, the no, concept. No, no, Dad, is half I swear, pregnant. I'm only yeah. half pregnant. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it makes no sense. You know, like that, that's what I mean. Like it, it, you can't be half pregnant, and and Watchdogs Legions, from an idea standpoint, is half pregnant, and, and that's my current issue with it. And I'm hoping it pulls out something eventually. Oh God. <laughs> okay, I'm oh, killing you there. Oh my God. Uh, uh, so um. Uh, hardware transition. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, bad I pun. No- bad pun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed uh, that it was having like frame rate issues on the PS4 Pro. Uh, I noticed some weird character model stuff, but open world games always have weird mm-hmm. shit. But you mentioned something kind of funny because you always, you never really have an issue with your PS4. Yeah. Uh, so this is the loudest I think my PS4 has been. Um, okay. And it could be because my like with some of the stuff I've been rearranging in the last couple of weeks, um, my PS4 is actually physically sitting on my desk um, right mm-hmm. now, and normally it sits kind of off to a shelf over here on the left side. But I was doing some maneuvering and stuff, and for some reason it's sitting on the on the desk right now, and it's shaking my desk. <laughs> like not, yeah, it's not like... it's not shaking my desk, but it's making enough noise that it sounds like my desk is shaking. Um, if you put your hand on your desk why it's on you can feel yeah um so and then i i still had the game on and i took my headphones off and i because i always wear it like the headphones that if you guys watch us on twitch or watch me stream like i have some pretty good logitech headphones with like some nice leather ear cups to plug into my mixer really well that's the only reason i use them um other than the fact that they're like super comfortable too but i don't like my son can be behind me and i like i get scared all the time if somebody if you ever watch me on stream and somebody shows up behind me like i jump because i don't know somebody's behind me because i can't hear them so then i took my headphones off and i'm like what the hell is that noise and it was my playstation so like thankfully i'm getting a new system in two weeks (laughs) yeah i i was i was i told you already but i feel like that's current hardware knowing it's going to be replaced soon so it's just but hey man this thing's seven out. years old and it's still humming so yeah you, that's your l- launch l- ps4 right yeah literally humming but it's yeah it's, 
Um, I have and, to from open a, all my PlayStations yeah. to dust them out. So. I never did that. And I'm kind of scared to do that now with this, and I'm not going to because like it's just I'm just gonna take it. Base PS4 actually really easy to clean. Yeah, <sighs> I'm just gonna take it upstairs and let Owen play it. <laughs> so, um, the from a performance standpoint for me, um, the only thing that I've noticed is I feel like I've got some characters teleporting. Um, okay. some, some NPCs have been teleporting on, um, on me and I ran into an issue on stream today where like I had to blow up a car and I failed the mission once or twice and I went back and the car wasn't there, but that's a typical Ubisoft thing in terms of yeah. like an open so world no, mission no structure. So no hard crashes? Uh, not yet. Uh, I know okay. our buddy Palmer, he's been blue screened like six times playing the game over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I so, heard it's been overheating Xbox One X's. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like this game is running run pretty hot. It was, it was again, another one of those games where I was playing it on the PS4, and I'm just like, I have to play this for, you know, like, for the show, but new consoles are out next week. Yeah. <laughs> like... I, I mean, with my schedule at work and, and some stuff coming out, it, it I want to play it some more, too, because I'm, 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 I'm having fun playing the game, but I'm like, eh, it might just be better on PS5. <laughs> yeah. It will be better on PS5. It's a free upgrade, too, so. Yeah, so um did you watch anything um no so i kind of because i've been working a lot uh because work covid uh stuff um i've just been watching like doing the comfort food thing that you usually do with like crime shows but i but i rewatch old shows so i'm watching angel okay uh we're in season two uh i don't I, know why i we always rewatch buffy uh, and we rarely rewatch Angel, so we, we've just started to rewatch Angel. I fell down. Uh, I didn't talk about this last week, but for some, I, I tripped upon it. Um, it's like a Fox comedy. It's on Netflix. Uh, New Girl. I've been wanting to start New Girl because I hear it's actually pretty good. Oh, this is a show that Michael approves. <laughs> there's like yeah, seven, yeah, yeah. there's it's... like seven seasons of this thing, but again, it's one of those like twenty minute episodes on Netflix where I'm like, you can watch like three episodes in an hour and yeah the, so it's got some it's got some pretty funny moments and it. it's it's essentially three male roommates one female roommate um that are living in a loft in in los angeles um you know you have the typical like you have the you know the black guy and then the poor guy and the rich guy and then the teacher girl and the, there's there's some there's some cringy episodes but then there's some there's some funny moments in the cringy episodes and i feel like i think we're on season three I was I we now because Angela started watching it with me again randomly uh, like halfway through and of course she's like asking the questions and I'm like <laughs> you know and yeah. but I mean for the most part it's you know it's kind of something I put on like we're, it's like eight thirty we're like oh, we don't want to like watch a movie or anything like that so we just watch like three or four episodes of that. Um, it's so- one of those shows where I I'm thinking of starting to watch it just because I always when I'm at work and I'm working on a bunch of computers I usually have my phone with like a TV show on in the background mm-hmm. and I feel like New Girl would probably be a good Total, show for totally the could do totally could do that yeah um yeah. so like that's that's for the most part like what we've been watching we watched on Halloween night like trick-or-treating in my town was like a bust in my neighborhood Owen Owen went out for like 35 minutes at the most granted he got a ton of stuff like from trunk or treats from other places but like mm-hmm. we went down on our block like nobody had their lights on we did good <laughs> good that nobody had their lights on yes yeah i feel like this year is a good year not to have your lights on yeah um but it's just kind of 
it's tough to explain it to a it's five-year-old. Depressing. It's tough to explain it to a five-year-old. Like, yeah. you know, and and then he went down like another block and there was some there. We saw some people that we knew. They gave him some candy and anybody that saw him like gave him a bunch of candy because they weren't getting a lot of kids. So, I mean, like in terms of like the block and a half that he did, he did get a bunch of candy and he goes, I just want to go home. Like, And it wasn't like super warm or anything like that. But I mean, he was all right with it, you know, because he's like, I just want, because he's still, he, he was playing Knack. Uh, he, we. We, we think we beat Knack. I had it on easy, and I don't remember <laughs> it ending like the way it did. But then all of a sudden, now his save file is back at the beginning. So I don't know what he did he or it, it. It, it glitched, but I think he beat it. Um, but just I think on the super easy mode, I don't think it has the final, final boss fight that I had that I played that I remembered playing. But mm-hmm. I could have also just not remembered it correctly since it was like I looked at my trophies and I earned them in like 2013. <laughs> so, um, but uh, so that was for the most part, like I think, um, tried to get him to play he tried playing fall guys oh that probably can frustrate a child <laughs> oh yeah so he used to um so we played a little bit of that and then um he downloaded i haven't had a chance to play it with him yet but we downloaded the hyrule warriors hyrule warriors demo on the switch okay um so there seems to be a pretty big demo for that i haven't had a chance to check out yet but he seems to be having some fun with that tonight so all right, um, we're going to move on to questions and comments. Um, we get one from Darren Curtis on our Facebook group. First of all, happy birthday. Uh, did you guys do anything together to celebrate? Um, tops look great. Thanks. So I believe he's actually talking about the shirts. Um, yeah. So that's what we did together. We launched our shirt line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't talk to Dave more than I have to. <laughs> Um, no, we, we we don't really do any celebrating sort of thing. I think it was just a text message between <laughs> us. So it's yeah. like, hey, when you're – and that was about it. Yeah. So I mean, we it's not a super surprise. We'd been talking about this for like the last couple of weeks in terms of what we wanted to do for the one-year thing. So we, we, we knew it was coming. Um, we have our own little milestone goal numbers in our mind that we look at periodically that we kind of have our own mini celebrations when we hit certain things. So – we're pretty happy with where we're at right now and continuing to grow. Me and Dave are pretty humble, so those celebrations are like, hey, we hit that number, and he's yeah. like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then Robert Cartwright uh, in the Facebook group, he goes, two for this week, uh, gaming-related first. Did you guys ever experience PlayStation Home, and do you think it would be successful if it released on PS5? I think I spent about seven minutes in PlayStation Home. I was really fascinated with PlayStation Home when it first came out. Um, I thought it was a really cool idea. It was just hampered by all the technical issues that came with like trying to run an online service like that with a huge lobby. Um, and it didn't deliver on some of its promises. Like it was supposed to be a cool place to like start a in-game lobby, but the but in reality, loading up PlayStation Home then to load up another game just wouldn't work uh, on the PS3. I wouldn't mind if they did PlayStation Home with PS5 because all the issues that I had with PlayStation Home were the horrible loading screens, lo- downloading different rooms, mm-hmm. and then the idea that, you know... like the I remember the PlayStation Home, they had like... You can think of your Warhawk strategy in the Warhawk room in playstation home and then you're supposed to be able to load in a game and in reality you would go in that room and then you would pick the map and then you would spend to closing home to open warhawk and that was additional time 
uh, that the SSD would actually be able to fix yeah. potentially SSD, and faster internet. Party chats exist. Like, you know, like non, you know, like you don't have to be in the same game to talk to somebody now. Like those all things that didn't exist when home existed. You could be a Subway sandwich in home, PlayStation home. <laughs> well, ironically enough, his next question. Um, non-gaming question. What are, are you guys into anything else apart from gaming, i.e. Legos, comics, etc.? Subway doesn't count. Uh, for me, I mean, I, I, I love movies and TV shows. Like I, I actually realized this year has been a bad year for movies. I usually would watch a new movie every week, but this year it just, there isn't a ton of new movies coming out. Uh, and there's not a lot of new TV shows coming out, especially this fall. Uh, so I have to get back into like watching new movies and new TV shows. Uh, I used to be into comic books, uh, but that shit's expensive and I refuse to bootleg things just because I want creators to get paid. Uh, so comic books were something I was really into. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just movies, TV shows and, and games. I've never been into Lego cause that's just too expensive and I just don't have room for that. I hate clutter and I would just be building clutter at that point. Uh, so yeah, just, just, just basic stuff for me. Uh, you, Dave? Um, you have sports. Yeah, I was like, I play softball during the summer a lot. Um, not this year. Like, I actually, somebody put something on Facebook the other day, and I realized, like, I have not hit a ball, like, swung a bat and hit a ball in, in 2020 um, at all. Like, I haven't even, like, is, like everything got, you know, canceled. Um, but, yeah, I do. Typically during the summer, I, had you know, play in about two, sometimes three leagues um, with, with softball. Um, so I would say that that's probably the biggest outside of like video gaming hobby that i have is is sports so all right uh spotlight uh i guess right now i mean i guess the obvious one would be our just our our, our teespring site uh if you want to purchase some shirts for us they like i said we try to keep the cost down as best as we could um you know disclosure we do it is another way to support ddg we do we make money off the shirts just to make everybody aware we do make money off the shirts so <laughs> Um, that you know that is something that helps that again it's just another way of support it's another tangible thing if you want to to buy a shirt buy a hoodie buy a performance hoodie um, you can do that and then uh, please if you do buy one like send us a picture facebook twitter whatever so we can see what it looks like um i think a couple people like in stream today said that the the one or two that they ordered like are supposed to be here like right around like the 12th or the 14th so it seems like the shipping turnaround time was great um size wise unfortunately i think the biggest we go up to is like 4x um i know somebody had mentioned like bigger i i didn't realize that um like darren uh is like six nine so uh like sorry that's <laughs> um i will possibly look into alternatives if there's a easy way for us to get our logo on something else that might be something we could do on a different site i have to see if that's even a possibility um but uh there i don't know if she turned on the other stuff there is some other things that we can do on teesprings as well like teesprings will do stickers and stuff for us so if it's something that you guys are interested in or you think you would want like please let us know if you see something that somebody else is selling on teesprings uh, we can look in to see if it's a possibility um we can always try a sample and see what it's like as well too so yeah. um do you have any spotlights or um extra life is this weekend we're not doing anything personally uh but i'm gonna try and uh tweet out some of our friends that are doing extra life uh so if you want to throw them some donations uh just check our twitter account and maybe i'll 
uh, actually, if you're in a Facebook group and you're doing extra life, drop your extra life link in our Facebook group. Uh, community's pretty strong there. So, uh, if you need people to watch your stream or potentially donate, definitely use our Facebook group to drop your we can, uh, extra life stream in there. We can do some hosting too on our Twitch channel, like so to, to get some more eyes on there. So let us know, please. I know like Tim Paulian's doing it. Uh, he's a friend of mine. Uh, yeah, part uh, Chris of Chris Penwell from Active Quest is doing yeah, it as well. Uh, yeah, Tim's uh, a band of gamers. There's a there's a whole a band of gamers uh, group that's doing it as well. Um, so there are definitely some people. Kind of funny's doing it. IGN's doing it. Like you know, but again, like we mentioned a couple weeks ago, like they're gonna get their donations. Like let's find somebody that. Look for somebody that's maybe supporting your local hospital and throw them a donation, even if it's ten dollars. Like you could be the only person that donates to them, so please like help them out. But we'll definitely do some pushing and showing some um, show some love to some of the people that we know that are doing extra life. And yeah. um, if you are doing extra life and you want, you know, I am home on Saturday. If it's if it's a game that you guys would that you know want to play, or you you know like a, a block of time that you want to set aside that and you would love, you know. To, I, I would love to play a game or two with you guys. That would be so much fun uh, to help your, you know, that I, and again, like just the thing that you're doing is great. So, um, so yep, socials, uh, you can follow the, the main account at digital days pod. You can follow Michael at the first MJC. You can follow myself at good Dave hunt, Facebook group, Patreon, all those things are in the show notes. Uh, the Patreon support has been great over the last couple of months. Uh, dollar tip jar, $3 private Discord access, $5 24-hour um, early access to the podcast, and $7 gets you a bonus episode. Uh, the previous October one is out, obviously, since we're in November now. And we did uh, Halloween uh, traditions uh, this November. I think we're going to do a combination of like Thanksgiving, Black Friday shopping, retail stuff. Um, Thanksgiving traditions, Black Friday traditions um things like that and then december will be more than likely will be just december uh you know holiday traditions as well so if those are anything that interest you please you know feel free to support us on patreon there's also a direct paypal link in the um in the show notes as well if you want to show support multiple different ways you can show support but as always listening and sharing the show is the number one way to help us grow um as we are getting over a year old hopefully some more people are checking us out and, and seeing that we're definitely in this for the long haul um and we hope that everyone, uh, yeah, uh, you, we're going to talk to you guys roughly before you have next gen consoles. <laughs> so it'll be right around yes. next gen console week. So, um, episode 54 will be the week we'll record it like on Sunday or Monday before the consoles drop. And then it'll be out when the consoles are out. So, um, and if we get excited, maybe we'll record an extra thing of first 24 hours with new consoles yeah. or some shit. So, uh, I hope everyone has uh, an awesome week and that they, you guys keep moving forward. And uh, again, please, uh, if you're watching, go vote tomorrow. If you And I hope you did vote if you are listening to this on Thursday. And I hope like half the country is not on fire. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> keep moving forward. Talk to you guys later. See ya.